This is Update One, the podcast of the National Press Club in Washington, D.C. Update One provides a forum for listeners to learn about national and international stories, focusing on journalism and communication issues, news, and politics. Now, the latest edition of Update One. I'm Sarah Dolezal, a National Press Club member and a member of the Broadcast Podcast Committee at the National Press Club. Today, I'm sitting down with Dr. Tudor Vlad, who is the director of the James M. Cox Jr. Center for International Mass Communication Training and Research at the University of Georgia. Dr. Vlad has worked with Dr. Lee Becker at the Annual Surveys of Journalism Mass Communication, a unique project that has provided data every year about trends in journalism and mass communication education and the media industry labor market. Also, that Dr. Becker and Dr. Vlad are the authors of the 2018 book, The Changing Education for Journalism and the Communication Occupations, The Impact of Labor Markets. The findings of the changing education journalism pretty much go back uh, 30 years. Welcome, Dr. Vlad. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you. It's a pleasure and an, an honor to be here with you and talk about journalism education. I think it's a hot topic. So first, can you tell me about your research on trends seen throughout journalism as a profession and in higher ed? Well, this has been a a very important project for journalism and journalism education in the United States. Uh, It started uh, in the form that we had in the late 80s at the Ohio State University, where Dr. Becker um, uh, created, actually adapted two surveys of journalism uh, graduates and of journalism enrollments. Uh, Then uh, these surveys moved to the university. University of Georgia, and I have been involved uh, in these annual surveys for 18 years. Uh, The the graduate survey uh, shows what happens with journalism graduates in their first year after graduation every year, and we are talking about a sample that reflects all the about 480 schools of journalism in the United States. While the second survey, the the enrollment survey that I had been in charge with uh, was, as we called it, a census. We interviewed every year all the 480 um, administrators, deans, directors of all these journalism programs to see trends in uh, enrollments, in curriculum, in faculty size and uh, faculty gender race. So all this information. So this gives a picture of what has happened in journalism education in the last 30 plus years. And also it shows the relationship between journalism and mass communication education and the media market. And when you say it goes back 30 years, it seems like also some of those trends have to do with in relation to gender trends. Is that correct then? Absolutely. We've had every year questions about uh, student uh, gender and race and faculty gender and race. Yes, we have all this information. Absolutely. When I reviewed some of the data, it seems that more women enter journalism degrees programs more than men, yet more of them are hired you know, by news organizations afterwards. Can you tell me why um, that trend is occurring or has occurred in the past? I will make a very strong statement. I would say that based on our data, and maybe I'm taking some risks here, but based on our data, 
had the journalism program not embraced um, advertising and public relations, half of these programs would be dead by now. And the reason is that these PR and uh, advertising specializations have attracted women. So the decline in number of students enrolled in the journalism specialization has been compensated by the increase in number of women who have been uh, enrolled mostly in public relations and advertising. And you are absolutely right. More than 66, maybe 68 percent of the undergraduate students in journalism and mass communication programs in the country are women, while about uh, 66 to 68 percent in the master's programs are women. And now, in the last 10 years, even the number of uh, women enrolled in uh, uh, doctoral programs has been higher than men, about 60 percent. Does that change have anything to do with maybe some of the diversity inclusion programs that perhaps have occurred as well over the last 10 years? Or is that strictly, you know, they're just women are more attracted to PR and advertising? Or is there anything to that? I think that women are more attracted by ad and PR programs. That would be the first explanation. But I can also confirm that there have been efforts to increase the number of minority students. And those numbers have increased, but not at the rhythm that we had expected. Still, uh, the number of minority students does not reflect the percentage of minority population in the regions. So they're not totally representative of what the reality is outside of the programs. Absolutely. You are absolutely right. Okay. And can you tell me about maybe how these minority students um, are being promoted after they graduate into the profession? What our findings show is that minority students get jobs a little better in terms of percentages uh, compared to the white graduates. But again, the numbers are smaller. And if we talk about uh, increases in percentages of minority students, um, there has been an increase for almost all the minority students. The most significant has been for Asian American students, uh, followed by African American students, and then by um, uh, um, Spanish-speaking students. That's interesting. And so coming into today, um, you know, with the economy tanking and companies not hiring as much, do you think this will result in more female students enrolling in journalism and PR graduate programs as well? Or do you see the trend continuing? I think the trend will continue. I think the number of uh, women enrolled in programs will be somewhere between 66 and 70 percent for the reasons uh, that I had I've just mentioned. Obviously, uh, things are em- evolving. Uh, you remember between 2007 and 2009, because of the global crisis, economic global crisis, about 10,000 journalists lost their jobs in the United States, mostly in newspapers. And, you know, that has been an alarm for young people who wanted to enroll in journalism mass communication programs. But what our numbers show, again, is that the decline has been in the, let's say, traditional um, journalism specializations and had been has been at least in part compensated by a slight increase in uh, public relations and uh, 
advertising. Um, what also the numbers show is that usually at the undergraduate level, the number of students enrolled in the programs is not affected by the changes in the media market. While at the master's programs, whenever the media industry is strong, the number of students enrolled in master's programs goes down. And when uh, the market is weak, the number of students enrolled in master's programs goes up. And it makes sense because students decide to stay a little longer in school when they know that the market is not so good and uh, the likelihood for them to get a good job is not uh, so high. And so with a master's degree, there's probably an increased chance of getting a better job afterwards. Is that the correct assumption then? Uh, yes. What uh, our uh, surveys have sh constantly shown is that um, graduates with a master's degree um, find usually better jobs and are better paid in the first year after graduation. Uh, the difference is about $4,000 per year uh, as an average. But remember, we always... Uh, have data for their first year after graduation and some um, colleagues and some scholars have asked us why why we do not continue tracking them and uh, the, the the simple explanation is that we have not had the resources to do it and then kind of jumping into also more of the coronavirus outbreak topic um, do you think that with students coming back in the fall that it would also affect how talk classes are taught? Because I know some classes need to be kind of in person, depending on what you're studying. Um, so do you see any online classes being offered? And can you tell me how that would change some of the it, courses? This is a, a great question. And it, I, if I had a good answer, I <laughs> would be uh, very happy. Uh, what I can tell you is that uh, in the spring semester this year, we moved everything online. And uh, we have been able to continue the education. And, uh, you know, I'm more concerned about schools like chemistry or physics, where there's a lot of lab work about how they handle that. Uh, but obviously, in the long term, if we think about, you know, students with a broadcast specialization, we need to have them in the classes. We need to have them produce, uh, you know, a newscast as they do at the University of Georgia. Um, it is a challenge and uh, we have to be ready now for a variety of ways to deliver the classes. It is a major, major challenge and uh, we, don't know, we do not know yet how the, the fall semester will look like. Obviously, we hope to have our students back, but we also have to think about uh, the risks and about uh, alternative delivery. I'm sitting here speaking with you, doing a podcast online, and or you know, we're not physically present. So, do you feel also that something like podcasting or other modes of communication like this would be effective um, online for temporary reasons, perhaps, just until maybe the risk kind of like blows over? Uh, right. I think we have to be to be ready to use alternative ways to, to, to teach our classes. Uh, and I also think that we have to uh, find ways to make these alternative uh, teaching 
attractive to our students. Uh, I, I don't want our students to be frustrated. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's a challenge. I mean, when you walk through the campus and it's, you see it empty, uh, it's sad. Yeah, it is sad. I know at UGA, there's thousands and thousands of students on campus, and that, that's what attracts a lot of students to University of Georgia is because of that uh, campus climate. So it's totally different to return to school again and have that impact of not having the students around or not having the classes going on as normal. Right. You know, even if you're providing the classes, it's still not the same in some ways. So Right. It's the, this campus culture that everybody's missing. Do you have anything else to add about the subject, about gender trends or how things are coming into the future? Or What I think is important uh, is to mention that uh, this trend in terms of uh, women enrolled in journalism mass communication programs is uh, not only in the United States. We have uh, gathered some data from uh, Europe and uh, we found that it's almost the same percentage of women at the undergraduate and graduate level. So it's a, a global trend, I would say. I think that is very important and i think that is also very important is that the education in journalism and mass communication has always been very strongly related to the job market the way the schools of journalism have always leg legitimized themselves was that they were able to provide good jobs to their graduates and uh, this is very very important and i think if we want to predict what will happen in journalism education in the future. We want to look about what has happened in the past. And what the past has shown is that those schools who have been able to adapt or even to anticipate the changes in the, in the industry have been the most successful in attracting students and uh, providing good jobs to their graduates. So that will continue. The, the schools of journalism, if they want to survive, have to be innovative and have to perceive the, the field of mass communication in the broadest uh, possible sense. Well, on that note, we can wrap up now, but thank you very much for joining us again at uh, National Press Club today. Thank you very much. It has been a pleasure and an honor to talk with you. For Update One, I'm Sarah Dolezal. Update One is a production of the National Press Club's Broadcast Podcast Committee. You can comment on this podcast or any episode of Update One by sending an email to Update One Podcast. That's update the number one podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening to Update One. Update One.